This is the Lingaholics Podcast with Cody, Marcus, and Ian, where we dive deep into conversations about the experiences and endeavors of the language learning life. On this pod, we feature a wide variety of guests and topics with nonstop passion and nonstop fun. There's no last call for Lingahol, so come on in and join the show. Happy birthday, Pinchicolo. Happy birthday to you. Prost. Cheers, prost. prost. Cheers. Come by. Come by. Come by. Saluton. Max. There we go. How are we? Hey, everybody. This is episode 25 of the Lingaholics podcast. How's everybody doing tonight? The boys are fired up. Why, you might ask? Well, it's the one and only Pichicolos Compleanos Cabron. And he's got, we all got some cake. Pocovino, little cake here in the Lingaholics household. Lingus Hall, Lingaholics boot camp is in the full Linga swing. The Lingosphere. The Lingaverse. You name it, folks. This is where it's been happening. All the leveling up. All the all the fun times, really. So we've got the man himself, Pichicolo. And, dude, how's it feel, man? You're still younger than me. That's always going to be the case, but how's it feel, man? How's it feel? It's just another day. Come on, day. It's just another day. Come on, this way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was talking to Marcus about this earlier today. Uh, I think, like, I don't know many people would agree with this, but honestly, I feel better every year that I get older. Okay. I feel like I get more mature every year. I improve as a person every year, and I just feel more happy, and I I'm just able to live my life better every year. So. You get better at languages too. Get better at languages too. Yeah. Damn, mm-hmm. it's so weird to talk to you guys in English. I, like, it is. Yes. Yeah, well, we gotta explain to the listener that <laughs> we are 12 days into the Lingaholics boot camp, and we are fully immersed. This in might be besides our other podcast that we did over a week ago. This is a, yeah, this is a foreign tongue. I completely right forgot now. that you guys spoke English. <laughs> yeah, man. Got to work out the mother tongue once in a while, too. You know, I don't know about you guys, but um, if you've been like, if you've had to talk to someone who only speaks English during this time, it's not like, you're, before you talk, yeah. you have to like prepare yourself. You're like, oh my God, okay, I have to prepare for another line. And then you're like, wait a minute, this per- I can speak English. Like, I don't really have to think. <laughs> yeah, really, for me... Like the odd work colleague here and again that'll drop by my classroom. Like, yeah, with them it's in English, but with my students it's either Spanish, uh, Spanish or French. So you're full of um, yeah. yeah, most of the time. But yeah, you're like, oh, right. 
an English conversation. Yeah, <laughs> like, all right, English that's English. not been the case since we so, so boys, kicked we this have, off. We have, we have a lot of stuff to touch on this this mm-hmm, episode. Absolutely. I feel like, but but, but definitely. Um, like this whole thing is so interesting. I almost spoke Spanish to the cashier today oh. at Sobeys at the grocery store. I was gonna ask that if you like actually. I was so close to doing that because like you and I we were like shooting the shit in the yeah. in the, in the lineup grocery, in the lineup all in Spanish all in Spanish. Today is Spanish day for the listener. Yeah, so we were just mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny because like you, you get these odd looks from people. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I, yeah. I noticed Buddy ahead of us. Yeah, I might have like working his eyes over and like yeah que paso <laughs> what are you guys doing like some old conservative white dude not even that old but it's gotta be funny cause we're okay oh, we're man. not like Spanish Spaniards or Mexican Mexicans or anything like that we're just like two Alberta boys here in honorary Alberta now Sueco so it's like yeah, I try to just be. like Albertans not speaking English. <laughs> like, come on, that's... It's just so yeah, funny. but they don't know that, though. Because, like, honestly, especially when you're in a place like Strathmore and you're, like, speaking a different language, they just think you're foreign. Like, foreign I don't... Uh, ah, I don't know. No. I don't think so. No, I don't think I, so. No, I, I really think that. I really do. But, but you have like, to ask them. Hey, so where do you think we're from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say we're good at English. <laughs> like, like, like How is my English? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was really funny. Like we got out of the car and we walked by some chick with like a big um, um, pickup truck, and we we're like talking to each other in Spanish. And she was like, "What? <laughs> what are these guys doing?" <laughs> like, it was really funny. Funny it's experience. Been good though. It's been good. So just to let the listener know, so the main three languages in our rotation: uh, Spanish, French, and German. So we've got. I think we've got it locked down. We know. Like we know what's coming up the next day. And basically, like today's Spanish day, so we just go all out in that language, like when we're with each other, yeah. just nonstop riffing um, the whole time galore. Uh, conversations, in-depth conversations about what's happened in the world, what's happened in our lives, telling stories, and it's been oh man, it's been such a I can't even I want that's what the big part of this podcast to talk to you guys about like it's been such a out of the ordinary for me, my normal language routine in such yeah. a good way. Yes, I was such I a good to way. Comments on that as well. Like it's not just me doing my own thing, right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like uh, when you're constantly immersed in this language speaking environment every day, it's it's not as hard as you would think. Because like before, like before I came here, since uh, I mean my language routine was probably a little similar to yours, where I was just doing my own thing. Like yeah, didn't really have any contact. I mean, other than my like italki classes, but. Um, other than that, I wasn't doing, I didn't have much like opportunity to actually have a conversation with anybody. And, um, yeah, I just feel like, so I was, when I, when I was coming into it, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be really hard. Like I was thinking back to my, um, to my times from, uh, from Mexico and Germany. And I just remembered like how taxing that was. And I was like, oh, it's going to be the same thing. And then when I got here and it's just like having casual conversations all the time, it's like super chill. Immersion. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it's it's a lot of fun. Super fun to be to be speaking different languages the whole day and it's just yeah, it's been a really great time. So guys, I think I figured out the best way to learn a language. And and, and I think oh, it, no, no, yeah. no, no, but I, no, but Quentin seriously, else. I think yeah. I think it is what we're doing right now and and it is doing this in conjunction with having access to technology. So what I do oftentimes is that I always have my phone in my pocket. And then I'm walking around talking to you guys, and there's something I'd like to say, 
But oh, me yeah. falta la palabra. I've seen you do it. Yeah, like, like when, when I can't get the word out, I can't get the sentence structure correct. I just look it up in my phone. And there you go. That's comprehensible. Or that, um, what's it called? It's like, it's it's a uh, it's a relevant situation. Yeah, it's all in the context it's, it's, yes. of what we're doing and what it's we're like, talking about. It's context about. learning. It's context yeah. learning, right? Like you're, you're confronted by a situation where you need to express yourself yeah. in a certain manner. Mm-hmm. You don't really know how to say it. You look, you look it up. Right. And you ins- it instantly sticks. Right. It's like it's in there. Uh, no, it yeah. instantly sticks. For me, yeah. that's what it is. I'll do. I'll give the most recent examples. We were watching hockey tonight, and there's no audience in the crowd. So the hockey's now, they've reserted, uh, reverted to uh, having advertisements on their, on their helmets. And we were like, oh, yeah, uh, revenue. What's the word for revenue in Spanish? And mm-hmm. it was like ingreso. Mm-hmm. Right, so in the context of watching hockey, talking with mm-hmm. you about why are they putting the advertisements on the helmet, and then boom, revenue popped up, and now that word, there's a whole context around mm-hmm. how I came to need to know that. But word. you're not gonna forget ingreso. Not now, not for a while. No, no, like, no, 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 it sticks. Man. It's gonna stick for a while, I think. No. Yeah, you, here, here's the thing. So it will stick for a while, but um, for a visual-based learner like myself, if I just hear it. The, the chance of that sticking is a lot less likely. I need to see the word. Even if I've got contexts surrounding uh, any kind of new words I'm learning, uh, if I have that context and then I see it, then it will stick. But if I only hear it, there's a high probability I'm going to forget that word. That's just the way my brain... I, we've talked about this before. Like, I'm yeah. very visual-based. Like, yes, I'm, like, but I'm, but I'm, but, but I'm like, like this context-based mm-hmm. learning. I'm so certain that this is the way to do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's great. It helps. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, especially for the level that we're at currently. And, and, and also, like, I think... So, Cody, I, I love our, our midday walks. They're great. <laughs> oh, is that what you guys do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. Me, that's me lovely. I don't, that's att- I don't attend these. Here, so this is the thing. This is my. Uh, I'm uh, I'm pounding German on my I'm pounding German on my lunch. <laughs> so this is a part of my daily routine that I guess I've been. Marcus, Marcus is incorporated. In, yeah, I've been incorporating Marcus into. It. No, it's fantastic. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. Eh? So so we take a walk around Strathmore Lake or whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say is that that's the loop. We do it's the that loop and in then, this and part of the hood. Do the loop. It takes exactly half an hour. Yes, yep. and it's very uh, conversation intense. It's good. It's very conversational, it's and it's really good. Um, I forgot what I was where I was going with this, uh, but but I had what was I what was I talking about? But th- anyway, it's really good. Like what we're doing is really good. It's like oh, a yeah. midday break from because I'm operating in English during the day as well. I'm not speaking. I had my presentation a couple days ago, but I'm not speaking it actively. Oh, but I'm operating in English, so like halfway through the day, it's like because yeah. we wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. and always in the, in the morning we do a little dabbling session and we, yes. and we hang out with each other. But then after that, there's no languages for me for at least a couple hours but until we, we eleven. Tell the listener like what we've been dabbling in because it's been fun. Go ahead, like, man. Be like uh, so, we've done a little Portuguese. Portuguese. Uh, <laughs> it's been fun. Uh, Italian. Snuck that in there. Uh, Esperanto's been more of an evening thing when we've had the time. You have a weekend thing too. Weekends as well. It's going to be in the Carter um, Mountains song. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah Esperanto. Esperanto so we got to do a good sesh before that. Um, keep that going. A little Russian. Uh, and then today, Italiano, Cody's birthday. Italiano. No, he said Italian. Yeah, Italiano. And um, uh, today, a little happiness. Yeah. Japanese. Congo. So, um, yeah, it's been fun. Just a little dabble with you guys. But 
it's good. Like, it's not my normal routine in a sense that, like, me and my notebooks, my 15 minutes of that, my 15 minutes of that. I'm so, like, that, like, once the boot camp's over, I'll probably go back to that in a sense. But for the time being, boys, like, no, this has been just so optimal for me. Oh, yeah. And uh, not just, okay, so there's a new, I was reading an article today about not just comprehensible input, but optimal input. How it's, like, even better than just comprehensible. What I mean by optimal is, like, what he's talking about, like, super relevant uh super engaging you like like when we're talking about like politics and sports and stuff i forget that i'm just speaking in spanish because i'm i'm just more i'm more concerned like making my point across to you so in a way than like worrying about the grammar that's where i was going with the 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 midday walk or point that i was making Mm -hmm. so um when you do an immersion right it's very important not to immerse yourself in a setting where the level is above your head yeah. Right? yeah. And right. what? What? No, but no, but you see what I'm saying? Not like, too high. Like, like German's my weakest. Right. But I've it's right. been great input. Just right. Hearing right. You guys but it's better to be around us than to be around a neighbor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the most thing deaf, is like you, you. don't understand everything, but you can like you can. I understand way them. more than I can express. Yeah. Yes, you understand way more, but you still understand a lot more from when I speak. Yeah. Than when. When, when, uh, well, no, easy speaks. German or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right. And so that, again, it comes that, back to context. That's what, what I was doing. getting at. So when we speak Spanish or French to each other, yeah. we're kind of at the same level. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, no, for and sure. And the cool thing is that, like, Cody knows some things that I don't know, and I know some things that Cody doesn't know. I want to kind of builds on each other. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's no. That's cool, hey? That's the three musketeers. Right especially there. with something like French, where we're like, it's not clear like who's like really the best with french so like um there's there's a lot of there are a lot of situations like that where like you'll say something or you'll say something that i didn't know and i was like oh like the french is really good and then you guys will like be struggling with something and then i'll chime in with something yes and then you guys will think like oh wow like cody's like and it's not like no one like none of us has like a douchey uh, attitude about it so like (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. no like i obviously want to be corrected and I, I'd assume that you want to be correct. It's like every time yeah, I hear you course. making a, yeah, making yeah. a mistake, like I'm obvious, and I like pick yeah. up on it. I'm obviously gonna tell you, you know. Right. No. And like for me with the corrections, I'm a little more freewheeling with my German mistakes because I'm like, okay, like the cases still kind of knock me up a bit. But like, I get, you guys give me the correction. I was like, okay, thanks. But if it doesn't stick, then it's not gonna stick for me. But I'm just happy with like, okay, just keep the song keep the conversation going, keep it going. Like, I just want to keep being involved. And even if I express something like really wrong, I hope that I still get my point across kind of thing. And then, yeah, having you guys like, yeah, you're not native speakers, but you're more advanced than me. I can still pick up and improve a lot. And I guess I'll let you guys be the judge if I've improved my German in a lot. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. So that's almost, that's almost so that's the most, most obvious. So like, that's the most important thing. Like your, your right? German improvement is probably the most um, conspicuous. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, because this is legit the first like right. full on German experience right, right, in my right. life. It's, pro- so, it's probably the most conspicuous so far, so I'd pumped. say. Yeah, you no. Know, this is this is a little bit relatable to like when you first start going to the gym and you've never been to the gym before, and like the first like month after you start lifting weights at the gym, like you just like have this massive progress. No, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like Ian's probably experienced this. This is like yeah. his first time like actually. But it's like German, it's also like, so it's like what we're talking about today. Like we're talking about the different stages. Like. Um, so like the beginner stage, the intermediate stage, and the, the advanced stage, and like how the beginner stage mm. is the most like um, gritty, and it's like, but yes. it's also the shortest. Like if yeah. you make, if you go hard, the the beginner stage is gonna last less than a year. 
if you're at it yeah. like every day. It's going to last less than a oh, year. Oh, no, and, for sure. And then you're into intermediacy, and then you're going to stay there for a very long time. But it's fun now, because now you're Oh, yeah. Really. No, no, no. Like, like, it's I no feel hesitation. Like, I feel like you're knocking right on it. the door of intermediacy. And oh, no. No, 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 no. I can, I can sense that, too. That's right, why, right. like... Uh, like my lunch hours now when I'm transcribing like that German thing like I'm really like okay like I can get this like I have a really strong belief that this is this is on this is around the corner that like right, I'm gonna right. make that breakthrough uh, for the click moment oh, the click. like I still got a few things to hash out especially like those uh, secondary clauses in German like the like if you say like das and then like your second verbs going oh, to dude. the end and oh, stuff yeah. like that stuff that stuff slowly being acquired but I'm just being like conscious of like okay, like I'm slowly catching. And that's listening to you guys speak, the stuff that we're listening to, and yeah, just being conscious of that. So a what I was thinking about today is like German is one of the few languages that you can actually like study yourself to like a fluency. I feel like. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? Like we were talking about this today. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because it's It's regelmäßig. Like it follows the rules. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All the time, and the rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. It follows the rules all the time, and the rules make sense. Like after after a while, right. you need some time with it. But yes. After a while, once you kind of figure out how it works. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be no inconsistencies. No, or it just irregularities. stays that way. You're right. It stays that way. That is right. You you, you kind of just got like the the whole der der das. You kind of just got to learn that the articles. Yes. The genders, uh-huh. um, and then some other things like how you. Uh, but then just how they switch certain conjugations yeah. or whatever you kind of just gotta learn that yeah. but after a while there's kind of a theme to it you know what I mean like there's pattern. kind of like a, a pattern yeah with everything that you, that you, that's not that's it's not apparent initially it's not apparent but after a while you kind of just get it and yes and that's why doing the sentence mining that I'm doing with German is just giving me an ample amount of examples where i can just see this pattern again and again and again and again eventually it's all going to click in the sense of like Mm -hmm. nothing's going to be foreign in a sense Mm -hmm. because i'm still like okay there turns to den and the accusative which turns to dem but the whole point is to not have to consciously think about that but after a while the 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 dative makes sense like yeah 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 because like every every, yeah like every time you say mit it's like automatically mm-hmm. not right like, but my whole point is like i don't want to have to think about that i just want to do it but that happens right that, like you'll get there because well, no, i it... am definitely at that point with german and actually yeah. what you said i want to touch on that so you said you can like study yourself to fluency in german yeah the way you put that made me realize like maybe that's why i'm so good at german is because i studied my ass off in my first few years of learning german like i didn't get that like we were talking because i could tell this would really perplexed you that like he's like why is cody's german so good like he didn't even like hang out with that many german people yeah when he was in university and like it's just because i studied a lot and i think the german is one of those languages that you can actually do that with like you can no, but be, i think you have to almost yeah but meanwhile like yeah. spanish and french it's like full immersion like you gotta hang out and talk and listen mostly because mm-hmm. there's so many weird things going on yeah 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 i mean like even because i've been feeling like talking about different stuff it's like see yo ubiera blah 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 blah, and then use the conditional and stuff like that like that's stuff i learned back in university like nine years ago but unless you're in like an immersion like hyper immersive states like we are right now where that kind of those situational conditional things are going to come up then i feel like yeah even something i knew from nine years ago that to like really use it like automatically 
it takes context like these because if you're just doing like casual spanish for 10 years then like lots of stuff like that's not going to come up as frequent as it is right now in this immersive so environment. I, I have another good example so in spanish so. for example era versus fue right uh -huh. it's very hard to study yourself oh, to learn yeah. that oh, it's yeah. the same thing for por and para. it's very hard to study yourself to doing that but after a while after just immersing your immer yeah. immersing yourself you kind of just understand what's right and what isn't automatically without even thinking about it i feel like it has to do with like how many uh, like for example using por and para like specifically if you like there's pictures and things on the internet of like yeah, all these yeah. different situations where you use these yeah, but and I, it's like, I, and, I, and yeah, the thing about it though is like, oh my god, like there's all these situations that like, you have to memorize them. But with mm -hmm. something like, uh, like with the German in the cases, for example, it's like it's always this. Yes. And it's just yes. based on a very specific, right, short rule. Right. Like, it's easy to yeah, learn. Yeah. But 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 the point I was trying to make is like I've I've tried looking at these like Porter versus Para uh, study sheets, mm -hmm. and it's never helped me. Yeah, yeah. It's just confusing it's more. Much. It's too much. But yeah. now at this point, I feel like it's just like automatic. Like, but right mm -hmm. but then that's where it's kind of that grammar in retrospect like i was okay so for example the way you can not saying i necessarily do this as a teacher but the way you can do it for teaching ser and estar so anybody that's dabbled or knows a bit of spanish portuguese you know there's two to be verbs so there's an acronym doctor for ser which stands for description occupancy characteristics uh time did i already say so occupancy yeah, I, 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 whatever yeah. the o and relationships, right? So a description like, es muy bonito, es muy largo, okay? Occupancy, él es un mecánico, ella es una maestra, okay? So that's doctor. Or then there's place for a star. Uh, position, location, action, condition, and emotion. So ella está muy feliz, or él está en el baño. So there's little acronym things like this that you can yeah. use, but until you're like using these examples that's from that. these things and multiple examples, they're not going to, that's going to seem really abstract-ish. Abstract. Yeah, yeah. You need to see it in multiple contexts because like now having mastered a ser and a star, you go look at that. You're like, oh, that makes total sense. But presenting that to a new learner at first, it's like. Okay, what exactly? Yeah. They can kind of get a glimpse of it. They're a little more keen, like really hash in. But for most people, the same thing like French, like yeah. versus like je suis allé versus yeah. je, je right. Pas. And there's that's another acronym, Doctor Mrs. Vandertramp. So you know all this stuff. I've never. Yeah. I'm a teacher, and so it's, that's that's how you because doctor like yeah, je suis allé, je suis venu, je suis né, uh, just um. There's a bunch where you like use et, right? But yes, if you're like, just like put that aside from a classroom context, it's going to take just examples and immersion to, to note that difference. But then that's just a way of classifying it, basically. Right. So right. language teachers, they're trying, always trying, what's a hack to teach this? Right, right, right. In a right, right, way, right? No, but, but, but I, I definitely feel, so I've learned a bunch of languages now at this point, and I feel like German is the one that you actually can study yourself to. Oh, absolutely. And, it's, right, and yeah. I think it's much harder, even yeah. though I think fundamentally that Spanish is the easiest foreign language for an English speaker, um, I feel like German... Besides Esperanto. Shut besides up. Esperanto. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but I feel, I feel like German is probably the easiest one to study yourself to. Oh, absolutely. But I also feel it's the one you can make the most mistakes, though. 
Yes, in the beginning. But I, just, I feel like it's like a tripwire every this, this German is, sentence that I make. Yeah, this is another thing we were talking yeah, but eventually, about eventually. Eventually, yes. But initially, I don't think I was making this many mistakes when I was speaking Spanish compared to my German. Mm, really? Right now. Dude, well, those derdidases and all these fluctuate. Yeah, and then also your adjectives on top of that. So remember when we were talking today about um, German is like, German is really difficult when you first start. Yeah. But once you get past the beginner hump, it's great. Like, you just fly. Oh, yeah. I'd argue the same for a yeah. Slavic language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, totally. I feel like there's, like, a false barrier to German. Yeah. Like, it, it seems like it's very scary. Oh, yeah. It's very intimidating, hmm. for sure. But once you once you get into intermediate, you're, like, mostly, like, you uh, got through all, like, the intense rule training, yeah. all the grammar drills and things like that, and then you're just, you've got, like, a basic set of words down, you're yeah. just, like, pfft. This is the, everything just starts falling into place after that. It's uh-huh. great. Uh-huh. Something I would have wished in retrospect now, you guys have been helping me out with this. Uh, I wish I would have done this more initially is the pronunciation of certain things for me uh, as well yeah. in German. I think I, 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 I myself get a little cocky being like, ah, I don't need to do pronunciation <laughs> this close. But then it's like, oh, snap, you pronounce that G as a K. Like, oh, yep. I don't know that. Yeah, German, German's <laughs> like, Can I listen to a boatloads of hours of easy German but that's something until you guys consciously pointed that out to me I was like oh yeah good nook that's the thing not good good nook like (laughs) stuff like that no but I would have you guys want to point that out to me like I would have went another year without probably saying that because I'm not listening ever like super closely to pronunciation like that so still someone points that out to you sometimes so it's a give and take with like yes the environment you're going to absorb a lot but it is good to get like specific pointers oh, sometime. Yeah. yeah, no. On your technique. Language mother. Language parent. Yeah. Language parent. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, language parent. Like your like your team. mother when you were a kid definitely mm-hmm. corrected you all oh, yeah. the time. Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. Right. So. And that's why you got good. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's still right. like. Yeah, even once you're. Oh my God! There's this trend in high school teachers right now. They use the word verses as a verb it's like my team was my team versed your team or his team versed her team like oh that's been a thing that's for a while. not a verb though like like who is not that. correcting that that's been a thing for a while i've remembered that as long as i can i was really yeah, no, that's, I know, I know, but that's yeah. not correct that's not, no, not correct but i remember played against faced uh oh, went I, against I never heard that as a verb. okay but that's just a thing i've noticed maybe it's and, not worth it could be. No, I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Um, Canadian thing. All right. No, you know what really pisses me off when people say how much. This is a bad thing amongst kids. People say how much when they should say how many. How much eggs do we have left? Um, how much cokes are in the fridge? It's how many. Oh, it's a wanna, countable noun, folks. You want to get on. You want to get into I'm English a little, grammar. No, no. I'm just saying. There's little things yeah. that it's like. Those kids are in an English immersive environment 24-7, but until someone points it out to them. So I'm still saying, even amongst the the sea of immersion, you still need like little jabs to be like, no, it's this, it's that. That's my point. Because, yeah, there's a lot of those like... uh, I'm just like, it's how many... (laughs) There's a lot of mistakes that English speakers make. Yeah, like mixing up adjectives and adverbs. Oh, yeah, 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 no. No, but I've heard like adults my age... The odd ones say like, yeah. usually gets corrected with the how much, how many thing. But yeah, it's like, no, dude, how many? <laughs> it's just like, but until someone like points that out to you, 
Never you might be oblivious the entire time in right. your immersive environment. Right. So that's yeah. the thing is like I would have been oblivious with Gnug. No. Until you guys no, are like, I it's hear Gnug. So, like listening to a lot of English speakers and like how they blatantly mix up adjectives and adverbs yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. So annoying. So it's just like it's these so mistakes can consist if there's not a correction eventually. Right. And then yeah. the, that's the big thing, the big fear in language learning. It's called fa- uh, Fossilize, fossilization yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas that mistake that bad habit is so yeah. ingrained that you're better off a new learner of a language has a better chance at doing that correctly than you because yeah. you're fossilized yeah. which yeah. sounds you're so done. permanent you're done <laughs> yeah. but i mean come on let's let's try to make a path of redemption for everybody like just be like oh just work on your I, it's anything like i'm sure in swimming if you have a bad stroke for 10 years and someone's like, no, you should be like reaching long yeah. oh, yeah. spread your fingers out. This, Someone this, that's yeah. done this for 10 years is going to have a way tougher time than a new swimmer. Yeah. That's so. applicable to not only languages, but like like everything in life. Yeah. Just, Any yeah. kind of bad habit that you have done for a long time that, that mm. gets fossilized, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but it's, it is possible to change that. It just takes a little bit more time if you've done it for oh, a while. Yeah. And I think the whole point is like never to overwhelm correcting because yes, if you give uh, correction overload they're gonna forget what's the first thing they're supposed to do better also it's really frustrating like do this better do that better yeah. do this better do this better and then in a language that could just lead to like consistent interrupting so i find as a language teacher you're always finding a balance between form and communication yes that's it's a fine balance yeah. isn't it uh-huh. and like i've heard i've heard like um students complain to me about other teachers that they've had on italki who like they just interrupt them all the time mm-hmm. like, they, they can't even get their like, point whenever across. they make a mistake i'm like oh, like come on to language teachers like that's not how you do it like that's just because one like you said it it's just so. it's like they, the student just ends up forgetting what they're talking about <laughs> yeah all, exactly it's really annoying and it's super discouraging then it's because then the student's like Okay, I just keep yeah, up. Yeah, so I just suck then. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> but okay, that depends on the student because I love being corrected. Yeah, all the time. All the time. That's really time. annoying. But no, like, man, come on, you got you got to have your train of thought though. Like, yeah, maybe let maybe they should let you speak for two minutes or whatever, and then be like, okay, uh, here's five things from that last two minutes. Five might even be excessive. Okay. I'm sure there's probably like a proper number. Yeah, but I'm I just, think my threshold for that is a lot higher than a lot of other people. Like I love yeah. being in Tropicade. Let's say it this way Constantly. and then we go through it. But every, like he's right but though. Like everyone's threshold, everyone's threshold. Right. That's the point. Like if I, if I, know, I just I want know. to talk, I'll talk to you guys. But if I want to like really <laughs> yeah, like, perfect, okay. I want someone that points out everything. That's the point. But my point is, are you actually going to perfect it though? If you're like, I think so. Constantly just like every little thing. Yeah, but we take it slowly. We take it slowly, and then we go back okay. and forth. Then, then well, we that goes back it. to the balance of form and communication. And I think it's really important to try and make them. I think you give confidence to a learner when you really make them communicate. Yeah, the form yeah. might be really off, but hey, you just communicate something. That's why, like, my students are like, "Does spelling count?" I'm like, "Communication counts." Whoa. So that's <laughs> that's what I mark you on, because I always treat myself if I was like a Spaniard or a native French speaker that didn't speak English, did you communicate that you wanted to go for a drink of water? Est-ce que je bois maintenant? You see, like, okay, like, est-ce que je peux boire? Est-ce que je, bo- est-ce que je peux aller boire? Like, 
they get it a little better and a little better each time, but then eventually it's like the form correct. But in all those versions, they were communicating something about bois, aller, and drink. Yeah. So I have an idea from the context. So I'm always just like, communicate it first. Then we'll worry about form after. Communicate okay. first, then form. Yeah, that's my philosophy teaching, because that's what I find works for most people. And then, yeah, there might be somebody like, yeah, like nitpick me, like completely. Like, I want to get yeah. perfectionate at this. So I think no, it, the, it's the objective. There's definitely something to that. And, and in order to obtain like a fluent, uh, uh, fluency level, I think it's important to get over that hump where you're like thinking about things constantly. You, you kind of just got to like say it mm-hmm. automatically. Like you guys start speaking automatically, even though mm-hmm. you make mistakes. Yes, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. start speaking automatically. Yeah. Because you can't lose your confidence. Right. Either. Right. No one you're like, oh, Marcus and Cody corrected so much of my German. I'm not going to say anything. Don't say it's my mom. It's just like, come on. Okay. I just got to like, I got to keep letting it out there. And then hopefully when I do like wet, like go on a roll one time, it's like, hey, like you barely messed up that time. Yeah. Like, because then that's encouraging kind of thing. Right. And then that's just like, how do you build confidence? in a language learner mm-hmm. and I think, I think that's that's that's, that's really what it's all about because like it's all about having that confidence because yeah. there's another thing so we talk about a lot of things in our walks <laughs> they're, they're great walks yeah. you guys gotta start recording these <laughs> send me just send me like a 40 minute voice <laughs> memo I'll listen I'll yeah. find the time so um, I was saying that I've noticed this with myself that like my performance in any one of my foreign languages is almost, I wouldn't say completely, but it's very, very heavily dependent on how I'm feeling about that language. So the other day when okay. I was speaking, like I think like three days ago, the last Spanish day, I was feeling totally down in the dumps about my Spanish. I was like, oh my God, I've forgotten so many words. I'm so bad at this. And I was performing like mierda. Like I, my Spanish was so bad the other day. But today... I, especially after yesterday with my French, I was just in a really good mood. I felt really good about my, my French, and I was just, like, smashing it. And I woke up today, I was feeling, feeling really good again. And today, the whole day, I was just crushing Spanish. And it's totally, it was, like, it was totally in my head. It was totally yeah. all about my attitude. I was about like, okay, like, I'm a good Spanish speaker. I can do this. Like, I know I know the rules. I, I'm, I know lots of words. I can make, I can have a conversation with anyone I want. And, like, I just, I did really well in Spanish today. And... Um, it's just like, it just, that makes totally, that makes all the difference. Like when you have that confidence and you think like, oh yeah, like I can do this, then, um, that helps in your ability so much. I think. I agree. I agree. It's, it's, it's psychological, mental. Oh, absolutely. Not only in languages, but just with anything. When you have that attitude, like, oh, like I can do this. Yeah. Like that helps so much. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you guys, I just use my past languages as my main confidence. That like helps, that helps for sure. Like, I took on French with the full-on confidence that I knew how to speak Spanish. It's mm-hmm. like I know what this process is like now. I think this goes real, ties back into our Esperanto argument a bit from last episode about like, like I did this before in Spanish. Like I can this level I achieved in Spanish. Like, okay, it's not a for, foregone conclusion that I can like do that with French, but I think it's a good indicator that yeah it's possible that i just have to like keep going and keep going that's totally my attitude in german right now just like ian it's not at your spanish level you haven't done enough yet so keep chugging keep chugging keep chugging 
And then you might get to a point where you're like, ah, maybe it's like never going to happen in this particular language. But I think if you just like think of like your previous experience in your languages, be like, ah, like I totally knocked it out of the park with oh, my Spanish so in Nicaragua. Yeah. Like, why not do it with my Ukraine and Ukrainian? Like, Ukrainian and Ukraine. Like, that's that's what helps me. Spanish, Spanish is my motor for all my languages. It's like I did it with Spanish. I can do it with anything else. It's like it's my mindset. I think that just ties in back into. There's a big, there's a whole thing about now about not just the best methods and anything, but like maybe talk about this as like language learning psychology. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, what do you guys think about your mindset when you take on a language? Even like coming in and doing this immersive state, like Cody, you said you were kind of down for a little bit, but then you changed your mindset about si se puede, like I can do mm-hmm. this. Like, I think. As much as having like the best method methodology teaching, I think in being a language teacher, you gotta be like kind of a quasi life coach in yeah, a weird absolutely. way too. You're like, yeah, because you could be a lot of things affecting you. Like maybe you're just like family stuff or girlfriend oh, stuff or financial sure. stuff. Yeah, that has nothing to like do with the actual methodology of how you're learning or getting taught. Oh, hundred percent. Like I can really attest to this because this is something that like speaks to me personally. It's like I take a big interest in like psychology and things like that. Um, because I, yeah, like there's been a lot of times in my life where like, I'm not gonna lie, I really struggle with, with stuff like that. And so I've been looking a lot into stuff like, uh, like just build, building good habits and meditation and mental health and things like that. And I feel like I've noticed this in my classes that if I am like just crushing life, like my classes are mm-hmm. amazing. Right. Like, I'm so right. good at teaching. <laughs> right. But if so, I like maybe recently, like there really days where I'm like a little bit in a rut, but nothing too serious. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I can think back to when I was in China and teaching, and there were and my my moods were a lot more volatile back then. Like I uh, I wasn't as like emotionally stable as I am now. And I remember, like, at my worst, I remember, like, when my when my ex-girlfriend broke up with me, like, my classes were garbage. I, I, I couldn't focus on teaching. I didn't care. And, like, mm-hmm. it just, it totally destroyed my uh, my will to teach. And it just, it, it completely ruined the classes because of things that were happening in my personal life. So, yeah, to, in order to be an effective teacher, you need to have your, you need to have your shit together. Because if you don't, like, you're not going to be mentally there. It's the same thing with languages. That Yeah, mm-hmm. remember that talk by, what's her name? At Paul Lydia, Mac- Lydia Machova. Yeah. yeah she was course. saying, like, every once in a while, you're like, you just don't feel like it. And then, yeah, whatever. Right. Right. And, like, what if you get into a, a serious rut, yeah. say, with the language? And I know Lindy Botes just did a video about, like, having beef with a language. I don't know if that exactly ties into it, but I think it still has to do with like where you're coming from approaching that language. And if where you're coming from is a bunch of emotional upheaval, then yeah, definitely. Oh, totally, man. Like my first year, my first semester specifically teaching high school was a bit of a whirlwind because when you're thrown into a new job, new place, new people, oh, like God, yeah. it's a whirlwind. Yeah. And I just look back on that first semester. Now I have to like literally pinch myself because it's, pinch um I have, to like, I have to like just be like holy like holy you just think about two years ago you're like this is so different from two years ago right so just i don't know just words of inspiration to people like have people you can rely on fall back on and trust and talk to and then just keep going 
If mm-hmm. where's that old saying? If you're going through hell, just keep going. Yeah. But it's definitely it's a lot easier out. when you're feeling really good about yourself. Oh yeah, and, and buenos amigos. And, and I feel so. like I feel like you know, like I've been studying a lot of languages by myself as well, and I don't really like it. It's not my way of doing it. It's not my my uh, my so. That's interesting. Like, what do you mean? Like, you don't like a no, it's not solitary. Right. No, I've tried doing approach. that, and I don't really like it. Like a lot of people say, "Oh, I learned languages just by talking to myself," and it's not. That's not my thing. Oh, my thing is not <laughs> studying. My thing is not sitting and just listening. Obviously, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I immerse mm-hmm. myself in languages all the time, but that's not my my main way of doing it. And I've learned that. Ah, uh, because th- when I've been the most successful at learning languages, one when I was in Colombia complete immersion the main uh-huh. thing i did was to talk to people yeah. and that's when yeah. I, that's when my spanish took off just being in spain now that's when right. my, my i had my like my second spanish takeoff the second wave <laughs> the <Yeah>. second wave oh <laughs> uh, and then and then all was more severe oh <laughs> uh, i don't know the both, one. both both were really good both were really really, good. really influential good rides but uh and fun and fun i had fun, fun. with it and when you have fun with it, that's when you build up the self-confidence. Positive. And then when you, that's when you really excel. Mm-hmm. And like right now, I feel like I'm, I'm really um, accelerating as well. Um, much more, much, much more effective now than, than when I'm at home and just studying by myself and um, oh, yeah. in solitude. Mm-hmm. So I just had two thoughts um, about, so the way you were talking about your immersion experience, I've just been thinking about my own. So b- both of the times when I was in Mexico and Germany, relating back to what I said earlier in this podcast episode, I said that they were really, really intense experiences and they were really hard compared to this one. And that's right. true. I stand by that. I was, I was just trying to think about that. I was like, why were like, okay, like, yeah, like I improved a lot, but it's also really hard. And that's because I thought about it. And I was like, okay, that's because I was in class like all day and think mm-hmm. about like the debate that we were having earlier today. Mm-hmm. That's like imagine what having that for like six hours mm-hmm. straight. Mm-hmm. I mean, walk. like you lunch break, obviously. You had a walk debate. Well, well not what? like. Uh, what are you jealous? <laughs> yeah, <damn. laughs> I want to be Socrates. No, that's awesome. But that's yeah, um, the, so that's that's what my language uh, immersion programs were like. Is like you go to class and you're in this language all day. With, mm-hmm. like, advanced material, six hours every day. And then after class, it's like, you either hang yeah, out but, with people and you have to right. speak that language, or you go to your host family okay, and you have to interact with native fun. speakers. That's fun, though. Oh, yeah, it's totally fun. That's, that's fun. Like, it, was, okay. it was one of the best experiences of my life. That's fun, though. Yeah. So what I'm saying, like, what we are talking about today, like, when we're just talking to each other, that's, like, when I'm actually having fun with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm having so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're joking about today, like, imagine how boring life is for monolingual. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, yeah. No, yeah but, I don't want to discourage. No, I don't want to I know we have monolingual. We have monolingual listeners. Yes, but we're just joking around, right? Yeah, yeah, we're okay. joking around. But but that's when I, that's when I, that's when I'm really <laughs> no, like okay. Like that's that's I, when I really enjoy this experience is, is when okay. I'm actually talking to people. Okay, this ties into the debate we were having on Sunday morning about like what if what we're doing right now would that be too overwhelming for a lot? <laughs> that right, was yeah. another debate. <laughs> we were having yeah he's right about this yeah so just for the podcast listener, i know like yes i am loving every second of this and it's been totally awesome but the thing is like if we just like say we just wrote like drop points go live with two good friends 
only speak X language on this certain day. Not allowed to revert to your mother tongue. Like, must stay in second language. Must wash dishes. Must work out. Must watch TV. Must tell your life story all in X language. Sign here. Like, not many. I don't know what they'd sign. Like, like you said, it's just, you got to be at a certain level. Like, it's like okay, like to be this in Korean right now for me. Um, this would be an honest example. Like, this would. I'd be like struggling. Oh, I would be so Tarzan. Yeah. I'd be so Tarzan. Like, and um. But the thing is, like, yeah, monolinguals, like, this, this is just what we're, really, we're really into. So I think that's what makes it uber enjoyable. Yeah. But I don't know if that would be the case but, for okay. a s- big chunk of people. Yeah. But it depends on so who you point. are and yeah, where you're at. Totally. Like, if you're an intermediate learner who wants to improve, this is, like, heaven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a desire and, like, more ambitious to do more with the current state of your current language right. then yes and yes you, so you're talking about like if you did this in korean right now you'd really struggle this this reminds yeah, me yeah gonna be like moyo moyo <laughs> yeah exactly like, all you're the right. time all the time and this is something that i that i actually witnessed like when i was on my my study programs is like there were beginners there right and at the time i didn't really notice i was like oh like these people are beginners but now that uh-huh. like i'm thinking about now that you said that i was like that's a t- terrible idea to do something like that when you're a beginner like yeah, because I yeah, because I remember yeah, how their experience and like they did not enjoy the experience as much as the intermediate or advanced because the, in, the right. intermediate and advanced like they they're like they're all already. our uh, progress was just through the roof right but the beginners like they were just terrible the whole time and like yeah. they were just walking around being like fast as does yeah fast yeah I got a <laughs> similar story with my friend yeah. that I was in Nicaragua with because. Uh, one of the first, so there was her, so from University of Saskatchewan, she didn't study any Spanish prior to going. So when she landed in Nicaragua, like, hola, como estas? Todo, see? Yeah. But then there's another girl, she's like the opposite end of a spectrum. She'd already done a year in uh, uh, Brazil with the, that one pro- rotors, rotary program. Okay. She did that. She already had spoken French because she lived out in Ontario and blah, blah, blah. So just like... She was, that girl was like so amped being like, I'm not speaking any English. I yeah. barely want to see any of you Canadians. Like, <laughs> Ian, you're cool because you want to keep speaking Spanish. <laughs> but like, everyone else, like, pass off. And then like, uh, like the other girl, it's just like, it was intimidating for her. And luckily she befriended lots of Nicaraguans that wanted to learn English. Ah, so that right. was her hook okay. into it, right? Um, but yeah, it was interesting to see those both play out. Because mm-hmm. they're both essentially doing the same thing. They're doing a volunteer placement in Nicaragua for three months. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, but yes, very beginner-wise. Like, it, it would just be, like, if you, like, really, really uh, monotonous. <laughs> like, I was in Korean. Yeah. I'd be, like, Korean right now. I'd be, like, moye yo, moye yo. Like, I know, I'd still need that alone study time, actually. To Me make too. The big, to make the biggest leaps. Yeah. Right? In the beginning. You? In the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but but like during, say even like, even like intermediate, f- yeah, yeah. Like I'm uh, doing a lot of German no stuff on my own. No me gusta. But you're doing German stuff on your own. You were doing Duolingo last night by yourself. Yeah, but that it's not okay. Remember what I said. What you I, say? I, Go I back still, to your. I still think that's important, but the right. primary mechanism has to be uh, at an speaking. intermediate level. At an intermediate yeah. level. Yeah. The primary, so. okay, here's the final conclusion. All right. The primary language 
acquisition mechanism at an intermediate level has to be speaking according okay, to me there we go okay i'm sure we can all to, on. And then, to, yeah and then i think how do you do speaking <laughs> yeah but then how you what's the most enhanced environment to do that in and i think we're like doing this, it like this oh yeah right right now right that being said though it's not super practical like, like we're, we're only doing even oh yeah, 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 yeah we're yeah, only no. doing this because this situation specifics or sorry this sits <laughs> this situation fits our like specific life circumstances uh-huh. right correct now, right? it came upon us yeah. in this yeah but it's it makes me think back if i was a young lad if young. i uh if i had like done the explorer program which is super popular in canada oh, so yeah. i mentioned that now like looking back i'm like what's the difference okay is regret you do you guys know the difference between regret and remorse? Regret's like something that you're upset about that you did, and remorse is about something that you didn't do. Uh, no, so re- I think there's a reverse. Remorse is like the, so. Remorse and regret are almost the same, but remorse there's like there's always an aspect of guilt. Not regret. Like you, but regret is just for something that okay. you wish you could have. Okay. All right. You wish you would have done. All right. Well, I think it's regret. I regret that I didn't do that program because yeah. I think that would have been. Yeah, remorse. Tight. You feel remorse for killing someone. Okay, maybe, maybe an author put it more succinctly than, than I knew it. But, yeah, I wish greatly that I would have done that program. Yeah. Because I had five weeks of this in Quebec. Yeah, oh, meeting other sweet. Canadians. What, so what is that again? It's this, what we're doing right now, a completely immersive environment in this big array of uh, Quebec City and Montreal. I think New Brunswick's an option. Like, it's just a wow. francophone. Uh, there's summer. different options, yeah, in the summertime. I think it's, like, from 18 to 30. Oh, you guys could qualify. No, 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 you have to be student. I've looked into this. I can't do it. Oh. I'm not <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not. It's just like that. for a young person, um, that'd be a super cool opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just an immersive environment. No, you can get like cool bursaries that basically pays for the whole thing. You have to be at university student? You have to be a student. You do have to at be one, yeah? Yeah, you have to be a student. Let's see, Marcus might be eligible. I'm graduating there. Right hold it off hold it off there oh, yeah. <laughs> no but like that environment right like that'd be wicked cool but I, I guess I shouldn't like bitch and complain too much that's basically what I did in Nicaragua just it's like a volunteer thing but immersive environments I think and just taking on because there's a lot of things you guys say and this was another part of that optimal uh, comprehensive article I was reading is that like you always have to accept the fact there's going to be like some noise and static with the new language that you're learning. Like, there's just little bits and pieces that you're just not going to understand. And I like how they just frame that. Like, that's just, technically, that is, like, noise. Like, it's just incomprehensible bits, but it's all wrapped up around, hopefully, in comprehensible input. Because there's stuff you guys say in German. I'm like, I don't know exactly what all that is, but I get the gist and the context Mm. of what's happening. Well, that's me when Cody speaks, too. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, But I'm still pumped. Oh, yeah. And that goes back to, like, not being perfectionist about being, like, hey, Cody, explain to me everything you just said. No, it's just, like, okay, like, let's keep the conversation going. So, I want to comment on this. Um, So, even when you get, like, to a really advanced level in language, I find, in my personal experience, I especially noticed this when I was in in China, because, like, I when I was in the office of the school, I would hear Chinese all the time, and was on the street, same thing. Um... I, even though I got to a really advanced level, I still had the ability to tune out if I wanted. Mm. Like I could, like if I wasn't paying attention, I just like wouldn't know what's going on. Like I would need to actively pay attention still. But with English, I, I can't ignore English. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. 
even if I'm not paying attention, I'll just I'll just hear something. Oh, my brain just automatically picks it up. I can't That's tune interesting. out English. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Isn't it? I don't know. Even in your most advanced yeah, languages. Yeah, yeah. Even with German and Chinese. Um, when I was in Germany at my best, and when I was in China at my best, like if I wanted yeah. to, I just wouldn't pay attention. I Kinda wouldn't. Just treat, I just tuned treat it as noise. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's like that for me too. Well, okay, like okay, so so Alejandro, my previous roommate, sometimes I'd just be chilling on the couch here, and he'd be talking to like, his family here in the kitchen on the phone, and it's in like rapid fast Mexican Spanish. But maybe yeah, because maybe like I am intently like listening. Yeah, I don't like hear it say, but I I don't know if I could completely tune it out. Not completely. Because you'd be like Not you'd completely. catch you'd catch too many words now at this point. You'd Not completely. Catch too much. If it was German, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, all right, okay, whatevs. But yeah, Spanish now at this point, I don't know. I don't know. But it's so it a little out. bit like that. It's so a little bit like that. Yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah. Like, is the like yeah, like the your the person talking is right there, and then like okay, like uh-huh. you're hearing yeah. you're hearing everything. No, no, no. Right? Another thing, like I no, but I'm yeah. thinking about like listening to podcasts. So, like I listen to some like really very intermediate material Spanish podcasts that are intentionally like easy, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes if I'm doing something and focusing on something else, then I'm kind of I'm kind of zoomed out. Well, that goes back to our split attention <laughs> podcast. But yeah. Not splitting your attention. Right. In certain contexts. That, that, that happens, but like yeah. with English, that might not happen. Oh wait a minute. Actually. Can we switch gears here? Sure. Because this is another debate we're. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fill me in. I didn't even know you guys were doing these walks together. Okay. This is rem- so. Remember when we were? Like, I am remorseful. <laughs> we got really heated about this, about like um, whether or not the only source of light is heat, folks. <laughs> we so we got really heated about um, whether or not it was more effective to do what we're doing right now, where we have the routine where we're switching oh. languages. Oh. Or if we just stuck to one the whole time. And I was arguing... We're polyglots. That... I know. Here's the thing. But we were, we were... I think we were arguing two different things. But what I was saying is that it would what be... What language were we arguing in? French? <laughs> oh, God. I think it was French. Yeah. Good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you... This is another interesting thing about this boot camp that we're doing. Is like... Sometimes you forget which language you have the conversation <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is some epic mix-ups yeah. Yeah. throughout the week. And this guy, by the way, this guy is the worst yeah. for mixing. <laughs> no, I'd say he's the master at it, honestly. But it depends whether or not you view that as a good it's, or a bad thing. I think it's hilarious. It's hilarious as shit. It's so funny. Yeah. Oda. I, I find myself saying Oda all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's certain <laughs> like ticks and nicks. Okay, so what was your point that we should all be yeah. doing like one language right now? So, well, no, that's not my point. I was saying if you wanted to really just be effective and really learn and get good at one language, uh-huh. like there's no choice. You would just have to stick to one. Like, sure. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. What I've realized is that, like, if you get really good at a language, it's really easy for you to switch in between them. So, like, obviously, English and Spanish for me. That's really... I can just press yeah, a button. Yeah, but you need to achieve that level first. Right, but that comes. That's coming. You can get. You can get really good at it. Because I'm just going to speak from, like, Spanish and French teaching experience. So if I see two groups of friends walking together... Like, if I see two friends walking together, I have one in Spanish, one in French... Like, they're walking together in the hallway. Like, I'm going to say, boom, something in Spanish to her. Boom, something in French to her. And just, like, oh, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And you're doing that constantly. You, you, get get, you gain a you reflex. So my argument yeah. that I was trying to make 
was that if you if we were to keep doing this, we would get automatically better at differentiating the different languages, separating them, separarlos. Oh, like you mean like if we just said like did German for one week? Then French no, no, for no, one no, week, no, 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 no. If we kept doing what we're doing right now, and my point oh, was like, like in the beginning, them? like we're not used to this. We're obviously it's going to be hard for us because like when I wake up in the morning and it's time to speak German, and I spoke French the the yeah. the, the, the last day. It's going to be a lot harder. I think we change it going. too frequently, though. Yes. But we don't have enough time. That's because we're not good that's at it. That's because we're not good enough at it. And that's, that's, what, that's what I would argue. is like you would need to reach an advanced level before you do that. But, like, the whole point is, like, we wanted to work on more than just one. Like, we're spreading oh, the Oh, yeah, love. I know. And that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that yeah. what we were doing is a bad idea. No, no, it's no. Like, it's been a great experiment. No, it's like, a lot of fun. Like, uh-huh. Like what's the most optimal? I think it's a yeah. fantastic brain exercise. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. right. It's a it's a fantastic oh. cognitive exercise. Yeah, absolutely. And like, who's to? I was just I don't know, just earlier this evening. I was like, holy snap! What if we had seven languages? We could do a different one every day oh, of the week. <laughs> I was like, maybe the future lingolics yeah. bootcamps will have that. Esperanto might be around the corner for uh, yeah. the fourth language. But imagine that. Like, just imagine. Yeah, you like right now at three, it's pretty intense and awesome. But yeah. like, like I'm sure guys like Richard Simcoe, they could do a whole month. Oh my god! Just like yeah, we'd do a language from the first to the thirty-first. Something crap. different. Like, so sky's the limit. That would be fun. And that, that my other argument was that like this is a lot more fun than just like changing every week, or changing every. It's month. fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun for the That's time. It's fun for the yeah, time fun. constraints that we have, and it's just like yeah, every three days you're hitting that language, which. That's pretty frequent. It's not like we're leaving one language no, for a week no, no, and then. No. But I mean, like so I was comparing nice to like, the meetups before, so yeah, like, we did meetups once a week, and I felt like that was beneficial to my language learning. Like we're no, we're doing a meetup every. Uh, we need to do a meetup the whole day. <laughs> Cody would do like we're four doing, languages in eight hours. Meetups yeah. on steroids every three days. It's <laughs> meetup on steroids. <laughs> yeah, meet- we could have just called it meetup on steroids. Meetup on steroids. As we're on steroids. <laughs> Yeah. Hazard's meetups on steroids. Because that's basically what it is. We were doing two hours of German, two hours of French, two hours of Spanish. Now we're just doing a day of each. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I don't not know. at a table with 10 people or 20 people. No, well, no, that's the thing too, right? With three people, you have ample amounts of time to listen, ample amounts of time to speak. So it's it's solid. I think what we're doing is really cool. It's beautiful and, balance. And I mean, like, I personally, I speak five languages, five languages every week. Yeah, like, like okay. total. Like I speak three languages with you guys, plus a little bit of English, plus like call my parents, sueco. There you go. Like I'm operating in five, actively. Okay, yeah. but then don't forget about your dabbles, because. Yes, I'm not operating those. I'm not operating. I'm just no, learning. but yeah, your no, brain, you're fun. forcing your brain to look at new patterns, which I would argue helps cognitively. Oh, We're all about like what's cognitively advantageous and i think oh, yeah, absolutely. dabbling right. helps you're building right, flexibility but I'm just fascinated by the fact that i'm operating my life oh yeah in operating five languages every week that's pretty yeah. cool hey how fucking cool is that <laughs> 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 it's worth it value the pain yeah yeah no it's uh it's been a rip seriously like i love, I love how it's so out of the ordinary for what i've it's been doing month oh, after month es- after month. Especially in the context of the pandemic. Like, 
Like for, oh, yeah. for me, like living in my in my in my grandmother in my mother's basement right. for like four yeah. months. I mean, like I love them, but it's like I mean, like I'm a 20, come bro like, out. twenty eight year old. Yeah, come bro Twenty eight year old man now. I'm like, oh, like I need to be going out and having adventures and like no, that's contributing just... to the world and like sitting in the basement all the time. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> no. No, this is fun. I love the fact you guys are like intellectually curious enough. Like even like what we're doing with Esperanto, which is just like <laughs> such a walk in the park too. Like every time we sit down, it's like this Crazy. is so friggin' easy. So um, I don't know. I think it's what advice, what ultimate advice could we give to people then? Being like, you should probably be I, at an I intermediate know. level. I know. Extra awesome if you have friends. I no, I figure this out. If you want to learn languages. This is my main uh, consejo advice <laughs> to people who want to learn languages. Find friends. Who also yeah. Want to learn oh yeah. Yes. Totally. Like, totally. That's totally. It. Numero uno. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't learn. So people are gonna tell you that you can learn languages by yourself, at home, just talking to yourself. Sure, but that's not the best way. That's not well, the most fun way, according to me. Segundo. Okay, another. Lindy Botest reference because she just did a video about if you do have to learn by yourself and she was speaking to Siri on her computer so AI might be around the corner it probably is already here because she was doing it she was having like lengthy conversations with Siri which yes it's with Siri but it was pretty crazy how it's like crazy. Siri was responding to like oh you did have sugar in your coffee or, like, nice. like that is weird that's it's creative but uh it's creative it's but... creative it's creative but for like life and its general, yeah. Find a couple of friends, a couple of amigos. Talk yeah. to them. Yeah, good couple, friends. Couple and also, like chingles. find material that you find interesting too. Like TVs, optimal input. Uh, yeah. TV, TV shows, movies, podcasts, mm-hmm. books, YouTube, things like that. Like um, that's like it's just because when there's there's a lot of time when you can't talk to those friends right so mm-hmm. you gotta like keep things going in your own time and yeah. um when you've got engaging material like that it, it really helps so much and um but the, the the downside to that though is that you can really only engage with the interest interesting stuff when you get to an intermediate level that's what we were talking about earlier like with being um in the beginner phase mm-hmm. it's like it's just gritty like you just like you just gotta it's a lot of grunt work and you just like gotta Put your head down and get through it. Suffer through learning Apple and Duolingo and oh seeing multiple. Yeah, like it's. I'm not gonna lie. Like the beginning, ta- the beginning phase is is tough. It's like any kind of um, good life habit. It's like it's always tough. Like think about like working out or eating mm-hmm. a healthy diet, for example. Like it's always the toughest in the beginning, or like quitting smoking or something. It's always the toughest in the beginning, but once you get over that hump, it's you're just flying after that. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I'll reference a teacher on staff. The reason a lot of people quit working out in January because they're still getting the, the acids in your body hurt from your muscles when you, if you haven't worked out in forever. So that that acid in your body that's cleaning your system that hurts. And that's why lots of people quit doing it. But once you get that acid out and you start lifting and uh, growing muscle from there, then you're golden. Then you're in the zone. So some language learning. Just get that acid out. But the thing about me is, like, there's no acid ever. Like, it's never pain. Like, it's tough, but it's never, like, painful. I always love it. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, if you're just into language learning, whatever part of it it is, 
Well, your your sister. Do you want to talk about her? Well, yeah, that, yeah, that, that was fascinating. Yeah. That was that was fascinating yeah. recently. So what was it? Okay, what did your sister ask you? And what advice did you give? Okay, so uh, basically, uh, we well, my family has Swedish ancestry, Sweco ancestry, and uh, she took a Europe trip after she graduated high school, and that was that was like seven years ago, I think, and. Uh, she went with a friend of hers, and they went to Sweden, and she learned a bit of Swedish in advance, uh, and she, like, met up with our family and, like, spoke a little bit of Swedish with them. So, kind of, like, a very similar experience. I don't think it was, like, as grandiose as... <laughs> oh, again. Okay. Like, it's still yeah, she going had that the roots, right? the heritage trip. And uh, she, when she came back to Canada, she kept learning Swedish, like, on and off. But, like, it was very, like, casual, kind of, like, dabbling. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she's gotten anywhere out of the beginner phase, but she's mm-hmm. been, like, flirting around with it for the past, like, seven years. And she sent me a text the other day, and she said uh, she's recently been getting back into Swedish, but she's also been starting watching, like, uh, Japanese animes. And now she's, inter- now she's interested in learning Japanese. So she was like, oh, like, Cody, like, what should I do? Should I learn both at the same time or should I just like drop Swedish and start learning Japanese and I told her like this is the base actually on Ian's advice that he gave to me um, that it completely depends on your interest right like so if for you it feels like you just need to like I need to uh, like I need to maintain my Swedish and like Mm -hmm. no just drop it like if you feel like it's it's a chore chore, no don't do it but mm-hmm. if you feel like, okay, like I really am interested in both of these and I want to do them, then yeah, go for it. Go do both of them. But keep in mind that it's going to take a lot of work. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of time. Totally, totally. You totally. might get a little bit confused. You might mix a few things up, but that's okay. Like, just um, just keep a cool head and just enjoy yeah. the process. And you'll, you, you'll just have to be okay with, like, not as fast progress as yeah. if you're just learning one, though. Totally, and yeah. I, but I think that interest is so key. It was like when my buddy this past summer he told me he was playing that Japanese video game. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, that's what you're into. That's what you're into. That's awesome. Because otherwise, it's gonna be pulling teeth. Otherwise. Oh yeah. So the interest, right? So yeah, I have no problem with learning multiple languages, ling- languages at the same time. That's cool. Mm-hmm. No problem. Um, um, I wonder if there's a benefit to learning two languages that are completely different. Opposed to learning two languages that are similar. That would be a better, like, Swedish-Japanese would be better than, like, Swedish-Norwegian. Oh, time. oh, man. Well, that, like, this, that doesn't make any sense because it's the same language, essentially. Swedish okay, language. or, like, but, like Swedish-Danish. Swedish, yeah, okay. Or, like, t- Italian and Portuguese at the same time. Which I'm doing. But, <laughs> but you're, like, you've already gone. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, other yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah, that's the thing, too, is, like, I, feel like I think that, experience is big in that, too. I feel like yeah. that would be hard oh, for you. Oh, yeah. Like... Uh-huh. No, but I feel like it would be actually, if you were to go hard at French, no, Portuguese and Italian at the same time, like really hard, actually hard, it'd be really hard. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, 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 not exactly. Like if you were to start taking Good. italki classes in both at the right. same time. Right, correct, oh, yeah. correct, yeah. But So if you're going to do, if you're going to study two at the same time, it's better if they're not related so to each other. So are you Absolutely. guys interested in actually doing that? Like start going really hard at another, you're doing it in German right now. Um, like it's right, so like, how far away are you from taking your first German? Oh, you've already taken them. Oh, German? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, a I thing. I talk you. You're, you're you're already doing that. Yeah, but like, so what I was th- I was thinking about like how, f- or I've been asking myself how far away am I from start 
from starting taking uh, Portuguese italki classes. And I don't think I'm too far away. It'll probably happen within the next year. Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like life schedule, life plans. Right. Like as soon as I get my my schedule planned out, I think I'm probably going to start thinking about it. But I, yeah. So that's the next one on your radar. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, like I don't or feel my Italian. Dabbles. I don't know. Italian, maybe instead. Because well, I'm, again, it goes back to the question: What's your interest? I want to go to yeah, Italy. That's there really you go. Learn Italian. There you go. Interest, interest, interest. Because I think I'll go to Italy before I go to go to Brazil. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your interest? That's really what it boils down to. Right. Because, yeah, technically, like, one language is closer to yours, but if you're or, super fascinated by anime, yeah, it, Japanese is going to be better. I think I'll do Italian. So, I want to I wanna get back into Catalan as well, but I think Italian. It might be Italian now when I'm actually thinking It's like that. Richardson always makes the joke. Oh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to add this language, this language, this language. And all of a sudden, you got 7,000 languages on your <laughs> No, but I got, oh, I got my, I got my, I definitely got my focus on the, on the romance languages. Yeah. I, I'll tackle all of those. I'll, I'll probably Romanian. become. I love that. I'll probably build up a fluency level in all of the romance languages before I even start thinking about anything yeah. else. That's me. Oh man, that's cool. That's cool. All right, folks. How are we doing? This is uh, Cody's 20th birthday episode pod. 20th. Uh, oh, right. My Sorry. 20th. Correction. Yeah, my 20th birthday. Thank 28th. You. 28th. No, 2-0. I'm, I'm, I'm 20 tell you, years old. Did I ever tell you guys I was, ah. in, a, I was in a punk band called the 28-Foot Midget? So. I think you did. Shout out to 28. <laughs> 28. I was also born Wait, on March what? 28th. 28-Foot so. Midget? 28-Foot Midget. Shout out to Malcolm. I mean punk rock that's, 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 all that's, that's such a punk rock <laughs> bad name <laughs> foot <minutes>. yeah <laughs> nah man I hope it's been a fun 28th though dude here at Espanol and then we got German tomorrow yeah we got we got we sprechen wir Deutsch yeah genau Samstag in auto mit Esperanto Esperanto, Canal. oh my god. Okay. Alright, we're pushing right, an folks. hour and ten or so. Hour ten. Something like that. Any final words? Herr Elbogen. No, let's wrap things up. Okay. All right. Happy All right. birthday, Cody. Happy Thank birthday, you. Cody. Thanks for listening, folks. Check us out. Check us out.